What if I told you there's a way you could be a second shooter at a family session so you can see exactly how the photographer prepares, how they interact with their clients, what they say when they're posing, or when they choose to use fluid motion, what they do when kids might not cooperate or dad might not be in the session. What if I told you there's a way you can see what the gear is that they're using, where they're positioning themselves when they're shooting, what factors they're taking into consideration when they're shooting, what if I told you there was a way you could see what their straight out of camera images look like, and then you could see their editing process too, so you know exactly how they get those start to finish images and those polished ones you see in your Instagram feed. Now what if I told you you could be that second shooter without ever having to leave your house? What if I told you that not only do you get to watch it from home, but you didn't have to remember every single thing you were trying to learn the first time you watched it? What if you could watch and rewatch as much as you wanted? How would that improve your images, your posing, your confidence? Now, what if I told you there is a way you could be a second shooter, not only for one photographer, but 26. That's exactly what you'll experience inside the 2024 online family retreat. Your inspiration will soar, your art will improve, your posing will become more fluid, and your confidence is going to increase so, so much. And honestly, your clients are going to feel so much more comfortable. Head on over to themilkyway.ca slash family retreat. It all gets underway May 29th, and we hope to see you there. Welcome to the Art and Soul Show, where we dive into heart-opening chats on photography, business, life, and that messy in-between. I'm your host, Lisa DeJaso, a mom, a photographer, and entrepreneur, and I'll be sharing honest conversations and advice for photographers with insight on mindset, entrepreneurship, and creativity. The goal of this podcast is for you to be able to gain insights and strategies that will give you real results. Because let's face it, having a photography business can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. This is the place you can go when you need a boost of encouragement, a kick in the pants, and inspiration to pick up your camera. This is the Art and Soul Show. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. This episode is a big one for me because it's my very first solo episode. And to be honest, I'm definitely a little bit nervous, but here it goes. If we haven't met, I'm Lisa. I'm the lady behind the lens and milk and honey photography. I'm the host of the Art and Soul Show and the co-founder of the Art and Soul Academy, the Milky Way, and the online retreat series. I've been a newborn photographer for over 10 years, and I photographed nearly 1,500 newborns in my career. Now, my career as a photographer truly happened accidentally. I'm an IVF mama, and we spent years trying to have our beautiful baby. Now, to hear the whole story of how the Milky Way came to be, you're going to want to go back and check out episode one for the full story there. Now, over the years, I have had so many lessons, things that I've tried and didn't work out, or just mindset shifts I needed to have. So in today's episode, I want to share with you the 10 lessons that I have learned over the years that have made the biggest changes in my business and my life. Number one, it takes time to get comfortable with babies. If you're just getting started with newborn photography or maybe have been at it for a while, that confidence that makes it look and seem effortless takes practice, perseverance, and so much patience. Now, when I started with newborns, I was nervous too. 
I'd been to a workshop where my instructors looked so calm and so confident how they posed their newborns. And after I returned from the workshop, I thought suddenly that confidence would just magically transfer to me. But the truth of the matter is that confidence with anything, it requires patience and tenacity. Micro fine-tuning, which can be tricky because every little one you're working with will have so many different variables. Babies that don't like certain poses, they're going through growth spurts, they have upset tummies, or maybe they're just non-sleepers. We have a tendency to look at the highlight reel of photographers' work on social media and compare, thinking there might be something wrong with me. Why won't my baby sleep? And do babies even hate me? Now, the truth of the matter is we all get tough sessions. We get times where we feel like we lose our mojo too. But I promise you, the magic is in your tenacious efforts. Because I do promise, there will come a time if you keep practicing, you're going to get it. Now, for instance, if I were to look at amazing cakes decorated with fondant and then watch someone create it, you know, I might think I could create it too. I mean, there is literally a show called Nailed It that proves perfection takes practice. So if you've had a tough session or you've just been beating yourself up, Lean into it, my friend. It's part of the process. And just know you'll get it if you keep trying. Number two is invest in your education and never stop. The learning never stops with photography, business, or education. Now, part of the reason our online retreat started was because I had a list a mile long of photographers that I wanted to learn from. Now, for me, stagnation really happens when I stop challenging myself. And don't get me wrong, learning isn't exactly light work. It's heavy lifting. It's trying and failing and pushing yourself. It's painful. We so want to win on our first try, but that's not usually what happens. Now, most learning happens from the repeated failures. And once you lean into that and realize that it's something we all have to go through because no one was born a master. I die laughing at my early work because honestly, you guys, my passion was bigger than my natural talent. So my biggest advice to you is just be patient with yourself. You're not going to get it on the first try, but keep going and keep trying because one day you will. Number three is get solid on your big why and evaluate it from time to time. Now, your big why is that reason you're doing it in the first place. And frequently reevaluating it is that fuel that just is going to keep you going. Now, in the beginning, my big why was all about capturing images of my son And then it evolved into creating once-in-a-lifetime moments and memories for my clients. Now, I think the biggest lesson I learned is that having a big why can keep you focused. But when it does shift, just being aware that sometimes that can feel a bit murky too. Now, without having a solid why, you can feel lost and aimless, like you're just going along without a map. Your why is what will keep you grounded. Now, number four is you're the boss, not your clients. Now, friends, I learned this one really the hard way. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I am 1,000% a self-proclaimed people pleaser. Now, this meant that in the beginning, I had really ambiguous boundaries. I would cave and shoot when my clients wanted and not the other way around. I would let them negotiate my pricing. I would give discounts. I would just run myself into the ground. I would let them treat me poorly. I'd cave into their silly demands on my turnaround times and generally just please everyone else And I was miserable. I was exhausted. I resented my clients and what I'd created. I said yes to way too many sessions, and then I'd break down when the work was just overwhelming. Now, my friend, learning to create boundaries and say no was something that I needed to do and something I needed to learn. And honestly, it has been gradual over time for me, too. I stopped working weekends. I stopped offering that as even an option. 
I stopped letting people negotiate my prices. I stopped bending over backwards for people that were just using me. And I realized that a no to someone else wasn't saying that I didn't like them. It was saying yes to me. And I realized that if someone didn't want to play within my boundaries, they didn't have to be my client. The stress and the headache was just not worth it. Number five is charge what you are worth. This has really been a hard one for me. To be honest, I've been busy and booked up for years. And to be honest, my ego has been tied into being a popular booked photographer. However, when I did crunch the numbers and really looked at my bottom line, I was not being as profitable as I should be. I'd over-deliver, undercharge, and under-earn. So at this recording time, after 10 years in business, I've decided to press pause on my photography business to give myself the space and time to evaluate who I want to serve and what I want to even offer. So if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you can probably see this coming for me and why it needs to happen. I'm honestly excited to press pause and explore what makes me tick again and really get clear on who I want to serve and how I want to serve them. Number six, be mindful of your time and your energy that you give to people. Your energy is such a precious resource that we undervalue and often give until we are tapped. Now, I know this from personal experience. I always think about time and money as our most valuable resources, but I think our energy should be included in that too. There have been certain people that have come and gone in my business life over the years that have been truly energy vampires. Now, an energy vampire is a person that seems to suck the life out of you. People that, instead of inspiring you, uplift you, and filling you with positive energy, they leave you feeling drained, stressed, and demotivated. These are the clients that take so much more energy and time that you're capable of giving. It's those clients that might create drama or conflict, and they're extremely high needs and demanding. They use threats to get their way and just generally give you that sense that you would rather walk on glass than work with them. So for me, when I start to see or even feel these red flags, I honor myself and my boundaries and let them go. I release them with love and positivity. I refund sessions. I refund deposits. I let them know that I am not the photographer for them and that is 100% okay. Friends, I think it's so important to empower yourself and to trust your intuition And listen to your heart and your gut when you start to get those red flags. You need to give yourself permission to get your own back. Because when you don't, you burn out. And I have been there way too many times than I can count over the years. So stop giving more of yourself or all of yourself away. Save some energy for you. Number seven, you don't need everything. And I'm going to say that again because this one took me years to learn. You don't need every single prop, blanket, headband, camera lens to be an amazing photographer. You just need to practice. Now, don't get me wrong. I love to prop shop just as much as every newborn photographer. But if you are doing this as a business, you need to be profitable. You need to look at a budget and see what is affordable and sustainable. Otherwise, friend, it's just it's just not a business. It's a hobby. And making that decision and choice truly is empowering. Now, this is tricky because my inspiration often comes from acquiring new things too. So for the last year, I've actually been on a total prop freeze because I know that feeling all too well. When you're feeling bored and uninspired, shopping and buying stuff does make you feel like you're moving forward. But the truth of the matter is, is you can't shop your way to be a better photographer. You can't shortcut that practice. Poor posing, lighting and editing dressed up with pretty props doesn't make it any better. Learning the skills will. 
I know years ago when someone said this to me, I thought to myself, oh, well, they just don't understand. Well, my friend, I really do. I really, really do. So if this makes you a little uncomfortable or maybe, you know, a little embarrassed, I felt that way too. I was spending way more than I was making for far too long. And I don't want you to make that mistake too. Number eight, if you need help, ask for it. I am fiercely independent. I am the oldest of four, and in a crisis, I am the one who will take charge. I am a classic overfunctioner, as Brene Brown describes in her podcast, but I'm also someone who rarely asks for help. It took me a breakdown on a plane with my business partner en route to a business workshop for me to ask for help. I hired my editor on that flight. Friends, I always thought to be an example for you, I... Just had to show you I was just like you. I had to run a busy photography studio, but that was on top of running Milky Way and being a busy mom to a busy kid. The expectations in the bar I had set for myself were so high. It was superhuman to even expect myself to get everything done and not to break down. I was too hard on myself. I didn't let myself rest. And friends, I still struggle to this day overloading my schedule. For a long time, I struggled to understand what success even meant to me. But looking back, it was trying to maintain a persona of I could do it all and not break. Well, my friends, I'm telling you, I did break down many times. I wasn't gracious to myself. I wasn't my own friend. I kept telling myself to push through. So my advice to you is be kind to yourself. Be aware of what you can and can't do and what you want to do and what success actually looks like for you. Be aware of your joy. And when you start to feel trapped, one of our art and soul instructors has a beautiful class inside our academy about becoming a conscious creative, and she shares about making a not-to-do list. These are all the things you don't want to do, and then trust that the right person will come into your life and do them. Number nine, you are not the photographer for everyone. There might be some people that don't connect with your style, some clients that might be a one and done. And if you don't like photographing weddings or headshots or babies or men for that matter, you don't have to. You get to choose the photography services you want to offer and you get to change and reevaluate that at any time. Now, In the beginning of my career, I started doing only maternity and newborn and I was crystal clear that that was what I wanted to do. And then my newborns and my own child started to get older and my clients started to have more children, and people were asking for mini sessions because they didn't want to pay for a full session. Clients wanted headshots, so I started doing family sessions. I photographed someone's pet. I went from being crystal clear on what I loved and what brought me joy just to saying yes to every opportunity and being miserable. Now, if no one has told you that it's your choice, what you say yes to, well, I am. You don't have to do things because people want you to or expect you to. If you want a niche, niche. Just don't get stuck and feel stuck like I did. Hating what you were doing and worried if you stopped, you just let everyone down. Number 10, don't compare yourself to strangers on the internet. Now, friends, I still struggle with this in all honesty. It's so easy to hop on Instagram and mindlessly scroll. After about five minutes, I can feel that little voice inside my head that starts to compare, that starts telling me I'm not good enough, my work doesn't look like this, doesn't fit in, it's not as good, or it's different. You know, all those mean things we say to ourselves. I think one of my biggest lessons was being mindful about how things made me feel. If there are certain photographers or artists that you find are triggering, you 100% have the power to put those blinders on. Because if you don't, That little voice is so sneaky and insidious. 
It chips away at your self-confidence. And I know personally, it can lead me down the rabbit hole to dark places where I get in the mindset of what is the point in even trying? It is so important we learn to manage our minds because your inner critic can become your constant abuser. It's your kryptonite to your self-esteem as an artist. And comparison truly is the thief of joy. Now, the first step is truly becoming aware of your thoughts and how they're affecting you. For example, if you're surfing Instagram and you're looking at someone's gorgeous work and you're telling yourself, I suck, my work doesn't look like that, just stop and try to reframe. I know this can be easier said than done, but finding different techniques to manage your own mind and your mindset will save you so much heartache beating yourself up and comparing. The last is seasons of creativity. You're going to go through times when you have so many ideas, you can't catch them all. And there are going to be times when you are so burnt out that you feel like you don't have an idea to save your life. And my biggest advice is just to lean into those times where you need more rest. Because when you try and fight it, you start questioning and judging on why you aren't feeling overly creative and you wonder if you're ever going to get it back again. Just trust yourself. All creatives go through this and there is an ebb and flow to creativity. And I promise you won't run out. Wow, that was a ton of info, wasn't it? And to be honest, this episode was for me just as much as it was for you guys. The biggest key, my friend, is awareness and trusting yourself that you will know what is right for you. So my friend, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to the Art and Soul podcast. It has truly been my joy to bring you some of the most amazing guests who have given us so much advice and wisdom. I'm so grateful for you, my friend, for tuning in each week to listen. I'm sending you so much of my light and love today and every day. We'll see you next time. Ever wonder how some people seem to effortlessly connect with their clients? Well, my guess is they are using their unique superpowers to their advantage. When you allow more of you to shine through, good things happen. Discover your special superpower at themilkyway.ca slash quiz.